You're listening to the Tiny Course Empire podcast with Cindy Bidar. This is episode number 18, and today we're talking all about goals and not how to set them. We've all heard that advice enough to last us a lifetime. Instead, today we're talking about what it actually takes to achieve every single goal you set. And I do mean every single one. It's really not that hard. And by the end of this episode, you'll have a solid plan you can follow. Stick around for my five-step goal achievement process. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Welcome back to the Tiny Course Empire podcast. I am your host, Cindy Bidar. You'll find show notes and recommended resources for this episode at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 18, along with a downloadable goal achievement cheat sheet I made just for you. This week, when I was entering my sales numbers for the week, you guys know I do that pretty much daily. I check my sales stats. I check my email stats. I see where we're at in terms of achieving our goals. And as I was doing that, it occurred to me that you guys might really want some insight into how to actually achieve the goals that you set. You see, it's really easy to create goals. We can set goals all the time, right? We can say we're going to earn a million dollars or we're going to lose 50 pounds or we're going to read a book a week for the next year. But unless you have a plan to actually attack those goals and make progress on them, it's really unlikely you're ever going to reach them. And that just makes me kind of sad. So when I was looking at my numbers this week and I saw how close I was coming to achieving the goals that I set at the beginning of the year, I thought I need to record a podcast about how I did that. I think it's going to be really helpful for a lot of people. So that's what we're talking about today. I've got a five-step goal achievement plan for you, and I have a downloadable resource for you in the show notes to help you get there as well. So let's talk about the five steps. Step number one is to clarify it. Now, I said in the intro that we're not talking about setting goals. We've all heard about setting SMART goals, right? We know that they need to be specific and measurable and that they need to be attainable and relevant and time-bound. That's what SMART stands for. And we're not getting into all of that, but we do want to pay special attention to the M in SMART. The M stands for measurable. And the reason we want to pay special attention to that is because that's the element of your goal that lets you know when you've achieved it. By making your goal measurable, you can know for sure when you get there. It's like setting out on a road trip with no destination in mind if you don't make your goal measurable. You might have a lot of fun along the way. You might get to where you're going you might not. You'll never know because you don't know where it was you set out to go in the first place. So by making your goal measurable, and by that I mean attaching some kind of a number to it, then you'll always know when you've arrived, right? So like I said, that means attaching some kind of a number to it. Maybe you want to publish a book. One book is a number. Maybe you want to have 
20,000 subscribers on your email list. 20,000 is your measurable number. Maybe you want to have, like I do, you want to have a thousand members in your membership. 1,000 is the measurement. That's how I'm going to know when I get there. So the first thing you need to do with your goal is make sure that it's really, really clear. What I see a lot of people doing is they'll say things like, my goal is to be healthier, or my goal is to have a successful business, or my goal is to be financially independent. Well, what does that mean? Attach a number to it so that you can actually measure it, so that you can actually hold your yardstick up to it and say, yes, I've achieved that goal, or no, I've still got a ways to go. So you can track your progress better. So you'll know, like I said, when you get there. What is that number? That's the first step. Just get super clear on what your goal actually is and how you'll know when you've achieved it. Then step two is to write it down and review it daily. And here's what I mean by that. I'm not talking about just writing it down so you can look at it every day and say, yep, I'm still working on that goal. You know, a lot of times we think we're going to write it down just so it's there, so it's hanging out, so it's a constant reminder. But that's not really what I'm talking about. What I want you to do with that written goal is I want you to use it as a guidepost for every single opportunity that comes your way. You're going to look at the opportunity that has crossed your desk, whatever that opportunity might be, or even if it's an idea that you've had, and you're going to measure it against your goal. And you're going to ask yourself a very simple question. Will participating in this opportunity or taking advantage of this opportunity take me closer to the goal that I've set or will it not? That's the question you're going to ask. And that's why you want that goal written down someplace where you can see it all the time. So here's an example. I have a goal, like I said, to have a thousand members in my membership and to have 10,000 members in my email community. So every time somebody comes to me with an opportunity, I can measure that opportunity against my goal. If someone asks me to speak at a conference on marketing, for example, I'm going to say yes to that opportunity because it clearly takes me closer to my goal. On the other hand, if somebody asks me to collaborate on a book about long-distance relationships, it might be interesting. I might have something to say about that. For those of you who don't know, I did meet my husband in a long distance relationship. We've been married for 18 years now. So I know a little bit about the topic. I have something to say. It might be a fun opportunity for me, but it's definitely not going to take me closer to my goal of having a thousand members in six figure systems because it's completely not related. So I would have to say probably no to that opportunity. So you can look at your goals every time somebody asks something of you. They want you to participate in a bundle. They want you to write a guest blog post for them. They want you to appear on their podcast. They want to do a JV partnership with you of some kind. They want to be your affiliate. They want you to be their affiliate. Ask yourself, will this opportunity take me closer to my goal or will it not? And that is step two. That's all there is to it. Just make sure that you have your clearly written goal somewhere. You can see it easily and make it a habit to review it whenever an opportunity comes up for you. Ask yourself if that opportunity takes you closer to your goal or not. And decision making just became a whole lot easier.
Now, step three is where the action happens, though. Step three is to establish the projects and the routines that will make achieving your goal not just possible, but actually inevitable. You're going to break down your goals into routines and projects. And let's talk about what each one of those means. A routine is something that you do every day or at least frequently in pursuit of your goal. James Clear in Atomic Habits says, you do not rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. And it's routines and habits that he is talking about in that quote. So an example of this might be, if your goal is to write a book, then your routine is to write every single day. I would say write a certain number of words every single day. That's your routine. That's your habit that's going to help you get to that goal. An example for me, if I want to have 10,000 email subscribers, is promoting my lead magnets frequently. I don't have to do it every day, but I do need to be promoting that and making sure that I get more eyes on my lead magnets in every opportunity, because otherwise I'm never going to get my email list up to 10,000 subscribers. If my goal is to have a dog that comes every time he's called, I need to spend time training my dog to do that. Otherwise, he's never going to learn to come when he's called. So those are the kinds of routines that you need to create in your life around your goal to make sure that you're going to actually get there. And I really can't stress this enough. Without those routines, without those habits, actually achieving your goals is really, really hard. It's basically just wishing. It's just wishing for something to happen. It's hoping it's going to happen by magic. And that's just not the case. That's not how life works, right? We have to put the work in. We have to put the consistent work in. And that's what I mean by that. You have to put those routines in place and you have to do them. You have to do them, if not daily, at least really frequently. And we'll talk more about deciding what that frequency is in just a minute. But the other piece to achieving your goals is to break them down into projects, right? You can't do a goal. You can't publish a book, okay? You have to write the book first. You have to create the projects and the routines that go into that. I can't just snap my fingers and have 10,000 email subscribers or 1,000 members in six-figure systems. I need to create projects to make that happen. So an example of that might be creating a new orientation page to help new members find their way around the membership. That's going to help them stay longer and it's going to have the effect of adding more members to the membership over time. It's going to help the membership grow. If they're more likely to stick around, then the membership is going to grow quicker. Another example might be setting up a new opt-in offer to attract new subscribers. That's going to serve my goal of having 10,000 email subscribers. So creating that new opt-in offer is a project. It's not a routine. It's not something I'm going to do over and over and over again or every day. It's something I'm going to do one time. Another example, if you want to lose weight or be healthier, then you might create a healthy recipe database filled with go-to meals that you can make when you're stuck on what you want to have for dinner. You'll have this go-to database, but you're only going to create that database one time. You're not going to do it over and over again. So the project happens once 
and routines happen over and over and over again. Projects are the kind of one-off thing that create that good foundation, and then the routine is what you keep going. So step three is really pretty simple. You're going to choose the routines that form the foundation for your goal, and you're going to decide on any projects you need to complete in order to make your goal easier to accomplish. So, so far, so good, right? And I think that's pretty simple. But the next step, as my dad might have said, is where the rubber hits the road. This is where you need to make a commitment. Step four is all about committing to your routines and your projects. This is where you say, I'm going to write a thousand words a day, or I'm going to share that opt-in on social media three times a week, or I'm going to eat from my healthy recipe database six days a week, or I'm going to walk a mile every day in the morning. Whatever that is, you're going to commit to it. But I want to caution you here that it's really easy when you're making these decisions, especially this time of year, we're making big decisions about what we want to happen in the coming year and how we want our life to look and how we want our business to look. And we're making all of these great big plans. It's really easy to say, I'm going to write 3000 words a day and I'm going to run two miles every morning and I'm going to go to the gym four times a week and I'm going to eat healthy and I'm going to quit smoking and I'm going to quit drinking and Whatever all of those things you do that you don't want to be doing, it's really easy to say you're going to do that. But I want to caution you not to overcommit because that is a recipe for disaster. If you have never written more than your grocery list, don't try to commit to writing 2,000 words a day. It's not going to happen. Start small. Write 200 words a day. Once you get into that routine, it's easy to build on that, but it's really, really difficult to stick to something that's a huge challenge like that for you. So don't start too big. Also, don't let days go by without making any progress. That is the beauty of routines. It allows you to make progress every single day, even if that progress is tiny. Even if your goal is to write a book, and you're only writing 100 words a day, even that 100 words a day adds up over time. Consistency is so, so important here. If you wait days, weeks, months, and you're not making any progress, you're not writing that 100 words a day, you're losing your momentum. So make sure that you commit to something that you can be consistent on so that you can make progress every single day or at least every single week. Don't let weeks or months go by without making progress towards your goals because that's when you're going to really fall off the rails. Now, step four, I mean, it's really easy to do, right? Anybody can make a commitment. We can all say, oh, I'm going to eat salad for lunch every day right up until somebody comes home with a pizza. That's when all your commitments fall apart. That's when step five is critical. And step five is simply to track your progress. You're going to track two things. You're going to track your routines. You're going to track those things that you're doing every single day. So if you're writing a book, track how many words you write. Track how many days in a row that you write. Maybe you grab a calendar and you mark an X on every day that you write. Maybe you have a spreadsheet and you write down how many words you wrote that day. If you're using an app like Scrivener or Ulysses, 
that those apps will keep track of how many words you write. You can actually see your word history. The reason for that is because it's motivating, because it helps you to stay on track. So you want to be able to track your progress in some way, track those routines, track how many days a week you go to the gym, how many days you're posting your opt-in link on your social media channels. You're going to track how many videos you post to YouTube or how many blog posts you publish or how many emails you write to your email list. Whatever those routines are that you've established as a part of your goal achievement plan, make sure that you're tracking them so that you can see what you've done. Because otherwise, it's really easy to let days or weeks or months go by without doing anything. And it's easy to forget that you had a plan in the first place. So tracking and keeping that tracker in front of you makes it easier to stay motivated. Now, there's a couple of other things you can do. You can get an accountability partner. I have an accountability partner that we track all kinds of weird things on a random kind of basis. Sometimes we're tracking how many words we each write. Sometimes we track how much money we make. Sometimes we track email subscribers. We kind of go back and forth, but we keep it interesting and keep it fun and it keeps us both motivated. So an accountability partner may help you to stay accountable. You can also play other games. You can do things like finding each other. I've played around with that with my accountability partner where we find each other for not meeting the goals that we set. You can play games with rewarding yourself for a job well done. If you meet your routine or do your routine every single day, you write your thousand words a day every day for a month, maybe you reward yourself with something new or something that you've wanted or a trip to the movies or whatever it is that you want. So you can set up all kinds of reward systems that way. But you should also be tracking your progress on your goals. How close are you to achieving them? When are you going to get there? You should be able to predict these things based on the trends. So an example of this is I have a spreadsheet The reason we're even talking about this today is because I have a spreadsheet that tracks my income, my subscribers, and my membership goals, and it predicts when I'm going to reach my goal based on the current average and the current trends. So I can see in my spreadsheet that I'm going to hit that 500 number that I set for my 2021 membership goal. I can see that I'm going to hit that at some point in the next month. I can see whether or not I'm going to hit my income goal. I can see whether or not I'm going to hit my subscriber goal and when. And the spreadsheet just handles all of that. So it makes it really easy to see at a glance whether or not I'm on track. I also have a spreadsheet that tracks my weight. And what I love about this one is that it has a progress bar in it. I'll post a photo in the show notes if anybody's interested, but basically it's a trend line that shows me when I can expect to reach my goal based on where I'm at right now and what the trend is for my current weight. So it's just a really easy visual reminder of what my goal is and what my progress looks like. Now, I got to tell you, this step is harder than you think. You're not going to want to look at this tracker, especially if you've been avoiding your routines and your projects for a few days. You're going to feel bad about it. And that's natural. That's just human. 
you're going to feel guilty and it's much easier to ignore it than it is to face it and get back on track. But that's exactly when you need your tracker the most. So don't ignore it. Put it someplace that you're going to see it every single day. Now, like I said, personally, I like to use Google Sheets for tracking, and I have the links right in my bookmarks bar on my browser. So every time I open up Chrome, there they are where I really can't ignore them. If you're a paper and a pen kind of person, leave your tracker sitting out on your desk where you're going to see it every day. Fill it out and fill it out even when you aren't doing exactly what you said you would commit to. Remember, this is a process. There will be stumbles along the way, but the only way to achieve every single goal you set is to keep getting up and starting again, even when you stumble. So that's it. Five steps to achieve every single goal you set. Step one is to clarify your goal and make sure it's measurable. Step two, write it down and review it daily and use it as a guidepost against any opportunity that comes your way. Use it in your decision making. Step three is to create routines and projects that serve your goal and that bring you closer to achieving it. Step four is to commit to your plan and don't overcommit. And step five is to track and review your progress. And I promise if you follow these five steps, you will achieve every single goal you set in your business and your life. Now, I'd love to invite you to head on over to tinycourseempire.com forward slash 18 to find the show notes, all the resources I talked about here, and your goal achieving cheat sheet. And while you're there, be sure to leave me a comment. I'd love to know what your favorite goal achieving strategies are. Finally, if you're enjoying this show, would you do me a favor and leave a rating and review over at Apple Podcasts? That helps other people find us too. And of course, if you have a friend or a colleague who would love to hear this episode, go ahead and send them the link. That's tinycourseempire.com forward slash 18. Have a terrific day, everyone. And I will talk to you all again next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're going to love all of the courses you'll find inside my Six Figure Systems membership. That's my monthly membership where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. We don't do big launches or have the big headaches and the big expenses that come with them. Instead, we focus on creating repeatable, sustainable systems that continue to grow over time and that don't suck up all of our energy or require a 10-person team to manage. You can come see what we're all about at sixfiguresystems.com, and I'll see you on the inside.